My name is Alexis. I am 24 years old. I am an insurance claims adjuster and I am from Thousand Oaks, California. My name's Jared. I am 29 years old. I grew up most of my life in Simi Valley. I am a GIS technician. I've dated Jared for a year and three months before we got married in July. <laughs> and we've been together total a year and seven months. If I had to describe our love story, it has been exciting and nonstop. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It feels like we're all being told to go on this diet, take that supplement. Ozempic will give you depression, but you know what'll cure that? Weed. Or you could try to balance your hormones. At Science Versus, we're like, what the f*** is going on? Forget the crap online and listen to Science Versus. Just the facts. Oh, and a bunch of stupid jokes. What is a ghost's favorite fruit? Booberries. That's Science VS. New season out on Spotify soon. Before I met Jared, my dating life was very sporadic. I would say I dated quite a few people for a very, very short amount of time. So nothing very serious at all came out of it. Before I met Alexis, my dating life, there was nothing for several years. I took a, uh, a long period and uh, didn't date at all. I was mainly just working. I just got out of a long relationship beforehand. And I was deciding if I actually wanted to be in a long-term relationship or marriage and even have children. I met Jared at my old place of work. I was a waitress and I was behind the bar cleaning dishes. I saw Jared from across the room sitting with his family and we had eye contact for what seemed like forever before I actually went up to him and spoke to him. Oh yeah, I definitely remember seeing Alexis at the restaurant. I was there with my parents and one of my brothers and we would make eye contact as she'd walk by and from a distance. And as we were making eye contact, I couldn't really hear my, my family speaking to me or anything. I was kind of sidetracked. So I went up to him and I complimented his hair because that was the first initial thing I noticed. I always notice people's hair and he had the most beautiful hair I've ever seen. So I just told him, your hair is gorgeous. I think that's what I said. And his family kind of chuckled a little bit and he said, thank you. And that was literally the gist of the conversation until his family was done eating. He came back inside and asked for my phone number and that's how it started. What drew me to Alexis was her aura about her. She has a certain energy towards her when you make eye contact with her. And I don't know, there's some, some kind of aura about her that was kind of drew me to her. She's amazingly beautiful, has an amazing body. She also has a lovely set of hair on her too. 
She has long curls. I love her curls. Our first real date, we went on a hike. I think it was the Backbone Trail in Malibu. She interestingly asked if we wanted to go barefoot and we made the mistake of going hiking barefoot on that trail. Yeah, I, I've heard it's better for your feet. It makes your feet stronger, but it just makes your feet bloody and sore. <laughs> My first thought was I would just jump in and try it. I wanted to impress her right away. I didn't want to be the guy that was chicken to go hiking barefoot. So I went barefoot. <laughs> Some of the best moments from that hike, I think overall, was just the humor of us going barefoot and the looks we were getting and the comments people were saying under their breath as they passed by us because it just kind of broke the ice for the first date and we just laughed the whole way there and back <laughs> and cried because <laughs> we were hurting. <laughs> we are very outdoorsy people. We both love being on trails. We love going to the beach. We love camping. So that I felt like that first date would be um, appropriate for the both of us. I actually didn't know he was that outdoorsy. I just saw him and I thought, oh, you look like you would be outdoorsy. So <laughs> that's why the hike was my first thought. Yeah, she was definitely right about me being outdoorsy. Our first kiss happened, I would say, before our first real date. We met at the restaurant, like I said previously, it was the day before Easter. I invited her over after she was done working the early Easter shift at the restaurant to my parents' house, and we ended up kissing that night when she got off at work. It was magnetic. It was amazing. What eventually led to our first date. I felt nervous about the kiss. I felt like, geez, finally. You know, I know I just met this guy the day before, but I felt like I've known him forever, so... The first kiss definitely didn't feel like a normal first kiss. It felt like I've known this person forever. And now I get to kiss him. <laughs> the best date we ever had together, the one that really sticks out in my mind, was actually my first birthday dinner with her. She took me to the old place. And uh, I'm not sure if it's considered Woodland Hills or Calabasas or Malibu. It's somewhere back there in the canyon. I'd never even heard of the place. And just the scenery is beautiful. Food was amazing, and they had this little musician in there. It was awesome. The worst date we've ever had would have to be maybe my birthday dinner this past July. It was very rushed, and it was not either one of our faults, but it was just very rushed, and we went to a very beautiful restaurant in Westlake, actually on the lake, and all I could hear about was how good the food was and the food was mediocre and we were rushed the whole time like I said so I'd probably have to say that was the worst date we've ever been on. One of the most important trips we've gone on was our camping trip that we went on two summers ago. The camping trip was important to me because it was kind of our first getaway with each other. It was like freedom for that whole week and nothing went as planned which is why it's so memorable. I booked a camping trip for somewhere totally like two hours away than where we ended up going. I set the wrong directions in Google Maps. So we just had to get a cabin last minute and it was the most beautiful Creekside cabin we've ever stayed in in our life. And we just created awesome memories the whole trip. I mean, we drank day and night. <laughs> so it was just so fun. One of the biggest hurdles in a relationship had to be when we fostered an eight-year-old girl for about a year. And it really tested our patience 
mentally, physically. It caused fights between the both of us. It made it hard to live inside our house for periods of time. But ultimately, I believe it actually drove us closer to each other, and I think it made us love each other that much more. We decided to foster an eight-year-old little girl because her home life was just awful. I actually knew her a few years prior to us deciding to foster her, so I was very familiar with her story and her family. It caused a lot of issues between Jared and I because we didn't agree on parenting styles. So when it came to homework or free time or whatever decision we made with her, there was always a bit of an argument. I totally think it prepped us for parenthood. We agree a lot more on our own daughter, which is no shock to me, but I do think it prepped us for school when it comes to school and homework and different things that we don't agree on that we'll have to learn to compromise. I knew that Jared was the one pretty much the day I saw him, and that's very cliche, but I knew he was the one. What confirmed it was his decision to foster an eight-year-old with me, just being so easygoing, and I know I'm not easy to live with, so him being very understanding, I just knew. I knew Alexis was the one because I wanted to be with her day and night, and when I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I thought about her constantly. I've never had that feeling towards someone. I've always been kind of a, a person in solitude. I didn't like being around a lot of people. So when I had that feeling for her, I knew that she was the one. There was no question about it. So obviously I met Jared's family the day I met Jared. It was already very comfortable. The second meeting had to have been the same week that I met Jared and they just included me right away. His brothers love me, his parents love me, and it was really no sweat for me. I met Alexis's family, I would say, in different periods. She lived with her mom, so I kind of met her mom right away. I think a week after, maybe two weeks after I met her, I ended up going to dinner with her, and Alexis was our waitress. So that was easy. I don't think I met her dad until later on. She has a big family on her dad's side. They kind of do all the holiday parties. The day I met her dad, it had to be Thanksgiving or, or Christmas. So it was several months after I met Alexis. So it was kind of in a big group setting. Her family is very welcoming. And I'm kind of quiet and shy around people. So it was kind of, this is my new boyfriend. Hopefully he talks to you guys. <laughs> I believe I said I love you first even though I don't like to admit it, but <laughs> I believe I said I love you first. And if I'm not mistaking, it was at his house where I said it, in his room. One of our many nights that he cooked for me and we'd have a glass of wine and I think it just came out without me realizing it. <laughs> I wanted to tell Alexis that I loved her on our first hike together. It was no more than two weeks after we met. I think there was just a, a lot of emotions going on and we just connected instantly. It stumbled out of my mouth and she was, she almost caught me saying it and I had to kind of like backpedal. It was fast, but I definitely meant it when I was trying to say it, but I didn't want to scare her. I would say my proposal to Alexis was a little lackluster. I was nervous. And I think she believed 
it was going to be happening that whole time. She knew everything, and I knew it. So I had this uh, big old lump of a, a ring box in my pants. I'm not sure why I thought that would work. But we went through this whole date. We went to the, the Ventura Harbor down by Silver Strand, and we went to the wharf for lunch. And we were just sitting on one of the benches on the harbor, looking at the, all the boats and the water. And I very, uh, very lacklusteringly asked her to marry me. I knew what was going on because he is really not good at hiding anything. And I just called every shot imaginable that day. But it was still kind of a surprise because it was, you know, it's never happened to me before. So I was still pleasantly surprised. And of course I said yes. <laughs> I think she was pleasantly surprised because I got the ring that she wanted. She had this ring picked out, I think, before she ever even knew I existed. She showed it to me not too long. I think a few weeks, maybe a, a month after we met. So I saw this ring on Pinterest, I think like four or five years ago, and I saved it and I just thought to myself, whoever I marry is gonna buy me this ring, nothing less. So <laughs> the ring is, it's not gaudy at all, and it's a rose and the band are uh, leaves. So it's just beautiful. My middle name is Rose, so I really wanted a ring that represented that as well. Alexis showed me the ring that she wanted. And I had to ask for, I think, multiple pictures of it, of the screenshot she took, and I had to eventually track it down. I think I found it on Etsy eventually. The designer had one more of those rings that they made, so I paid what I had to pay to get it. Because of COVID-19, all of our wedding plans are on a hiatus. We did get married, though, in a courthouse, not where we originally wanted to, but our huge ceremony is set for next year. So fingers crossed, everything blows over by next summer. <laughs> I wanted a beach wedding. I wanted to rent an area in Malibu to have a wedding. And then, you know, I, I had everybody I wanted to invite. My mom got me a wedding planning book. We wanted to do like seafood and barbecue. And I had all these things ready to go. And, and then COVID hit. So everything had to be just kiboshed during that time and set for next year. I'm nervous for the wedding. I don't like people staring at me. I don't like all that attention. I want to make it nice and beautiful for her though. I can be a sport and go through that for her. We discussed several places for the honeymoon. I think we eventually fell on Thailand. I think we've just looked at pictures of Thailand and it's definitely a place that we want to visit and we love Thai food. We eat Thai food all the time. So it's an easy pick for us. We don't travel as much as we want. We have plans to. We have actually behind us a uh, national park. I think 100, a list of 100 places and national parks in the United States. We went to uh, Zion National Park with the baby. The baby was just a few months old during the summer. And that's actually where we got the calendar to cross off our 100 places. So we have plans to be globetrotters, but... We'll see how it goes. What I love most about Alexis is her drive for life. She will only succeed because she doesn't accept anything else. I feel bad for anybody that uh, gets in her way. 
and she just has this energy about her that you're like instantly attracted you can't she's a magnet there's a there's just something special about her what i love the most about jared is his patience and his understanding ways He's very calm. He has a really, he has a knack for calming people down and soothing people. He's like a natural soother. I have a lot of anxiety sometimes and just his voice calms me down. So I really love that about him. One of my favorite memories with Alexis is actually right after she gave birth to our daughter. The doctors and the nurses were talking about how hard it was. And then out of nowhere, Alexis in the background goes, I would do it again tomorrow. So everybody kind of chuckled in the room and it just kind of made me feel reassured that she's, she's there for our family and she's the right one. One of my favorite memories with Jared has to go back to our camping trip and seeing him in a beach chair with like basketball shorts and a flannel on half unbuttoned with his hair disheveled and a beer in his hand. <laughs> I just, I have a picture of it. And every time I look at the picture, it just brings me back to that night where we just played Scrabble all night and drank wine and just so fun. What I look forward to most with Alexis is our growing family. And the memories that I know we're going to make is we have, like we were talking about earlier, our plans to go to those national parks. And we just have plans to be successful people. I know with her personality in mind that we can be successful and actually accomplish all the things that we want. What I'm looking forward to the most with Jared is, again, our ever-growing family. I want a big family with a lot of kids, big holiday dinners. He's family-oriented guy. So I know it's going to work. I'm looking forward to all of the places that we're going to go and make memories with each other and with our children. And I just, I really look forward to that, to the end of the day, just sitting with him and all of our children at the dinner table and just talking about our day. That's what I really look forward to. Thanks for listening to our love story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of our love story, follow us on Spotify and check out other Parcast originals, all available on Spotify. Our love story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a Spotify original from Parcast. It was created by John Cohen. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. It's produced by John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and associate produced by Alex Trigvedotter.